1: Hello and welcome to the PHNX D podcast, right here on PHNX. My name is Derek Montia, known around these parts as the mayor of PHNX. And of course, this show is brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. DraftKings is America's top rated sportsbook app. And right now, you can get two hundred dollars in free bets instantly if you bet five dollars on any nfl team use our code of phnx when signing up and as long as that team wins you will get those two hundred dollars in free bets again go cardinals if you have no idea who to who to bet on bet on that money line on the cardinals i i think that's that's as sure of a bet as you're going to get this week Uh, Thank you guys again so much for joining us. I, of course, am joined by my vice mayor and best friend in the baseball world. It's Jesse Friedman. Jesse, how are you and how are you enjoying the playoffs, sir?
0: Oh, it's been a lot of fun to watch, Derek. It is uh, the Astros have kind of... uh... Stomped their feet a little bit on the Boston Red Sox. Uh, they, they punched seen, them in the
1: mouth today, my friend. They punched they, them in the
0: mouth. They punched them in the mouth today, 9-1, to as we record here on Wednesday. The Wednesday game, the Astros absolutely destroyed the Red Sox. Uh, Framber Valdez was incredible today. And last night, Derek, on Tuesday night, uh, that was a really close game. It was a nail-biter going down to the wire. And then the Astros just completely broke things wide open in the ninth inning um, the the Red Sox made a, a gutsy move Alex Cora went to Nathan Eovaldi which did not pay off um and it things just sort of spiraled out of control and got even worse from there
1: it looked like it was it looked like it was going to for a second it looked like a very much a a a brilliant move for one batter and I loved it like in the moment you I was like you were this excited is about it like, we were Nathan texting Eovaldi. each other yeah, no,
0: it was fun. I mean, I love that's my one of my favorite parts of playoff baseball of postseason baseball is when managers just do crazy stuff. Just like throw, the, in, throw the
1: rule book out the window and yeah. do whatever the hell they need to do. Yeah, to game, you right?
0: you bring in your ace starting pitcher in the ninth inning when he pitched two days ago, like you do that because you've got to win these games. And the the Red Sox, I mean, they're. Uh, you know, they sort of had their, their back against the wall and they tried to do that. Their their depth in the bullpen and even in the rotation is not great um, as we saw today, which obviously this was not a good pitching day for them, allowing nine runs to a very prolific Astros offense. But he went for it. And unfortunately, it it didn't really work, Derek. It, it, it was not great. Evaldi didn't have his best stuff. And then, you know, he went to Martin Perez after that, who was even worse. And that's when the game just completely... Uh, was blown open for the
1: Houston Astros. Torrey Lavolo has talked a lot of times about the the D-backs during the season. At the dish, needed just something where they put up that big crooked number, not a three, not even a four, five plus in an inning, which surprisingly enough, they did actually quite a few times this season, despite their lack of success. The D-backs had like big innings like that. I think from his experience, though, what Lavolo saw was how much a big inning like that could boil over and cause this team to just go on on a run offensively at the plate. Yeah. Uh, I think that's almost what we saw. I, I feel like that's what we saw in these last two games. I feel like the Astros gained so much confidence at the dish last night in the ninth inning alone that it boiled over to this nine to one victory today. I don't know which way this series is going to go, but now the Astros are completely in the driver's seat and they have an opportunity to close this series out in game six. They do, they do, and I mean, this is kind of what we expected
0: from the beginning, right? I mean, the Astros yes. on paper seem like probably the better team, and I mean, this lineup, Derek, is insane. I mean, the Red Sox lineup is great too, but I mean, you look up and down this lineup; it's Altuve, Brantley, Bregman, Jordano, Alvarez, who had an incredible, uh, an incredible game today. He went three for five with a home run and a double. Carlos Correa, Kyle Tucker, bat sixth. I mean, Kyle Tucker would be the best team on at least half of the teams in baseball right now. <laughs> no ulyaski Guriel. Yeah, ulyaski <laughs> Guriel bat seventh. Like, it is just an absurdly deep lineup that the Astros have. And Framber Valdez showed today that we might not be giving him quite the respect that he deserves. I mean, he was eight solid innings today for the Astros. One run, only three hits, five strikeouts. It was an impressive day for Valdez. And Right now, I mean, the Astros. It it sure looks like the Astros are are the team coming out of the American League. But also, uh, a couple days ago, Derek, we said it looks like the Red Sox are the team coming out of the American League. So you can't, can't pick a too direction. Too low. We,
1: yeah, yeah, we can't we can't <laughs> stick in a lane at this point. We are just all over the place, and that's how these series have been. I mean, again, yeah. the Dodgers coming back in in Game Three the way they did completely changed the complexion of that series. And it's weird because they're still down. They're still not in a position of, of being in the driver's seat, but it's, it's just one of those teams that feels like that. And we'll talk about that momentarily, but I wanted to get back to what you said about teams doing whatever uh, they, they can, whatever that they think needs to happen in order for them to secure victories in the playoffs this way. The only way, I, the only thing I I can question about that is, baseball is such an absolute sport of consistency. Of yeah, you know, starting pitchers knowing that they're going to have so many days rest in between their next start, and you know, guys knowing what their role is all season long, especially on these really good teams, they played those roles well, which is why those teams had the success they had. I just. You know, I, I think at times the, the you know, throw, throwing everything at the wall to see what sticks might not work when there's still so much to go. I understand from our experience as d fans doing that in the World Series, right? We would not have won that World Series if it wasn't yeah. for Randy Johnson, period. That's it. Randy yep. Johnson, yep. say whatever you want about Kurt Schilling. Randy Johnson won us that World Series. Luis Gonzalez, yes, the offense, yes, the team won it, but we would not have done it if Friendly didn't pull out all the stops and use uh that that guy as often as he could to get us that World Series, right? It's why they brought him in, it's why they knew they could rely on him down the stretch because he just had he had a different attitude, you know. It's kind of like yeah. my joke about Max Scherzer saying uh, it was, you know, or me saying it was Max Scherzer's decision to come into the game in the in the NLDS, right? Max Scherzer seems like that kind of guy. He's not going to take no for an answer when it comes to him playing a role in, in securing that that division series win so that they could move on. Mm. I just don't know if that's too early to be pulling those moves, right? You you have a you still have a World Series uh, to go, and and even if you would have gotten through that game. There's still a lot that could happen that that disrupts your lineup and causes you all sorts of problems. I I don't know. I I think it might, at at this point, it might be too early. I'm with you, though. I still love seeing it.
0: Yeah, and I I have to point out, the Diamondbacks on their current roster, I mean, you want to talk about guys who have a storied background of coming up clutch in the postseason when their teams need it. Madison Bumgarner is honestly maybe the best. I mean, it's hard to think of a guy who has been, you know, who has been tasked with a larger role in the postseason and delivered in a better way. I mean, Madison Bumgarner, you say Randy Johnson won the Diamondbacks 2001 World Series. Madison Bumgarner won the San Francisco Giants, arguably multiple World Series near the beginning of the 2010s. Very true. Yeah. And I mean, I think this makes us appreciate that all the more, right? You see Max Scherzer coming out. You see Julio Urias coming out. You see Nathan Eovaldi coming out in these big late game situations. It's not easy. We've seen these guys in these situations this year. And a lot of times they don't look like themselves. They just don't look the same, which is understandable. They're pitching in a role that they're not really familiar with. But Madison Bumgarner, I mean, Derek. It makes you at times it's hard to appreciate what he's done in Arizona because he obviously is not the man he once was. But right. this makes me appreciate Madison Bumgarner and and his history in those situations. I still
1: believe in him, Jesse. I still think he can be that. I still I think, too. yeah, you know, like when we were talking about Granky's velocity being in like the the high 80s, like, yeah, Bumgarner's still throwing in the low 90s, so that's promising. While being considered, it's <laughs> it it pretty much comes down to him, you know, using adapting and and finding other ways to get outs, and I still think he can be worth the money. I also think that there there's a slight possibility that some other team might see you know his services as being worth. The money that it's some takes, ways that's the best to outcome. take the contract, right? Yeah. I, I think so too. I and I hate to say that I don't think Bumgarner's been the problem on this team, and I think that he has gotten uh, kind of corrected the course at, towards the not even the second half of this season. I'd say the, the the last three quarters of this season, he really got things back on track. Uh I just think that you know his contract and his career at this point don't really line up with the success and when the success for this Diamondbacks team is going to happen. But I'll tell you somebody who has a tremendous amount of success, especially in the playoffs, that's Jose Altuve. Uh, one mm. fact that just blew my mind in yesterday's game when he hit that uh, just one one pitch monster home run over, over the green monster was that that was his 21st. Postseason home run, Jesse 21. It made me go look up and tweet about how many the Diamondbacks as a franchise have. That number (laughs) is 44. Jose Altuve almost has half as many home runs in the postseason as the Arizona Diamondbacks have as a franchise. Now don't get me wrong. We haven't existed for very long. This isn't our 91st playoff game. Like it is (laughs) at Fenway, but with that being said, Jose Altuve hasn't been around in the league for 500 years either. It's a really impressive (laughs) stat. It just, I think it just is a great example of how, how much the Astros have been in the playoffs, how consistently good they've been and how much of a factor he has been in their success. Well, even even
0: more than that. I mean, how many how many guys who are 5 foot 7 have hit 10 home runs in the playoffs? I mean, it is it is wild. Not just in the playoffs, but Jose Altuve, his game never ceases to amaze me. Like how does this little tiny man manage to have so much power in his swing year after year? And you know, he's not going to hit 40, he's not going to hit 45, but he always seems to get into the 15 to 20 range with ease. And, and that is special. And, and honestly, here in Arizona, this is a mold that we kind of see the Diamondbacks chasing after a lot of their top prospects. They're maybe not quite as small as Jose Altuve, but they're not bigger guys. Like Alec Thomas is 5'10". Corbin Carroll is 5'9", 5'10", something in that range. A lot of the guys the Diamondbacks draft are not necessarily big players. And we we're starting to see that a lot, right? Like even Mookie Betts. He's not a, you know, a huge guy either. This is becoming oh, a normal part of baseball. Yeah. And, and Jose Altuve was one of the first ones to do that. Like sort of uh, start this movement of, of players who might not be great in stature physically, but somehow
1: just have monstrous power year after year. It's called shrinking the strike zone, Jesse. Pitchers get bigger and the batters get smaller. Good luck getting <laughs> it in between these elbows and knees. There you go. There you go. <laughs> uh, but you know, it it's it, you're, you're absolutely right. And I I do have a, uh, piece up to going up tonight on Alec Thomas speaking of him just on his production this year how good he's been it looks very likely like we will see him be a big part of the major league club next year and um, I'm pretty excited for it but grounded in reality it is Reno and I do talk about in the article obviously Some of the production numbers getting skewed just a bit. For instance, Josh Van Meter had an OPS of like 1.4012 in Abrino. Like (laughs) something just ridiculous. And, you know, he hit 212 this season as a major leaguer. You got to temper your expectations. But I will say now is a good time to let you know to go to gophnx.com. Sign up for a membership. And you know what, uh, become either an annual member. You'll get a free t-shirt for phnxlocker.com. You can get our tremendous phnx d podcast t-shirt. Uh, you can get, I think the recently restocked coyote shirt that I can't shut up about or whichever shirt you want. Uh, we have some more designs coming. I have some more ideas. I'm throwing our designers away. Uh, Jesse, he's got, he's got a brilliant mind when it comes to some of these t-shirts as well. So Keep an eye on phnxlocker.com because there's always going to be uh, new designs coming that way. Also, sign up for a membership. <clears throat> if you don't take up uh, take us up on that annual membership option, uh, take us up on a month-to-month option. You'll get your first month for fifty cents, and uh, after that, I think the month-to-month option is around ten bucks a month. So, again, buy Jesse and I a, a tall caramel macchiato each, and you will get yourself all of this wonderful content, Uh, not to mention this show uh, and our, our, not this show, but our, our writing, uh, but all the writing from this website, uh, the Phoenix suns have made us look really bad. Uh, Gerald, our buddy over there has written, so many articles that (laughs) I can't, I can't even keep up on my own.
0: Gerald is a machine. Gerald is is an absolute. For those of you at home, Gerald, Gerald will have eight drafts in the queue on the back end of our website. Any
1: given day on any any, given moment. It
0: doesn't matter when right now. Just, yeah. He, as of right now, probably has 10 articles that are ready Mm -hmm. to post tomorrow. If he had to, so it's
1: Gerald. He's the best. (laughs) Uh, and so is this website again, we're excited to be a part of it. And we hope you are too. join our PHNX family for either of those membership options. And, uh, you know, you can also get in on our discord, which gives you uh, did I, I said it wrong again, didn't I? It's, I can't say it like a human being. I don't even, I can't, I will never say <laughs> this website. Correct. Jesse. I just, it's the word doesn't, doesn't even make sense to me anymore. I was watching, a uh, <laughs> an episode of, of, a docu- or a documentary the other day about people that 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 can't say words right, and I realized that's <laughs> me. So, but you can join our Discord and get all of our uh, uh, membership options. You can get away from the BS on social media and just talk sports with us. Uh, also, go over to DraftKings Sportsbook and use our code of PHNX to sign up. You'll get five. Do- uh, you'll get. in free bets for betting $5 on any NFL team, as long as that NFL team wins that game. And again, I'm not, not telling you what to do. You can bet on whoever you wish, but I will say that uh, the Arizona Cardinals are a great selection. If you were curious on who, to go for uh remember that sports uh DraftKings Sportsbook is the official sports betting partner of the nfl you can go in there and do uh same game parlays which i've become a big fan of i am mr parlay uh combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout it's something i love to do i also love to lose sleep at night when i miss it by one leg uh like i did with several of my bets but uh you, you'll probably do better than i will DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Uh, and again, that code is PHNX over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, 21 and over only. Arizona only. Gambling problem? Dial 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. And the the A the ALCS has has had some crazy offense, Jesse, but so has yeah. the NLCS, as we are seeing right now. Similar to what we saw with the Astros taking uh, a, a pretty significant lead in that game throughout. Right now in the NLCS, the Atlanta Braves are currently up four to nothing on the Dodgers. Uh, the Do- <laughs> it is the bottom. I feel of like the fourth. You're,
0: you're jinxing
1: it, just like.
0: I... Just talking
1: about it. <laughs> yeah. I, we shouldn't even speak about it. We shouldn't talk about this series uh... at all. You know, it, it's it, it. Again, it it's weird because the Dodgers do feel like this team that are never the underdog, no matter what. Even no. when you look on DraftKings Sportsbook, they're down. They're still somehow favored to come back and win. That I still don't get. You know, it's like even it's it's like everybody can kind of universally agree that this Dodgers team is capable of turning it on at any point even though they are like the other teams are limited, not only by the managerial decisions that have been made in order for them to get to this point, but injuries and other factors that really are, are preventing them from being at, at 100% at this point in the playoffs. Do you see the
0: pitch that Cody Bellinger hit for a three run home? That was stupid. (laughs) I don't
1: understand how any human being could hit a pitch like that for a home run.
0: One, one thing about Cody Bellinger, like, He is sort of this wild card at this point. Like, we don't really know what Cody Bellinger is, which is honestly sad to say, because as much as Cody Bellinger is a Dodger and we inherently don't like him for that for that purpose. Cody Bellinger was like he was like a pretty fun
1: player. Like he was a fun player to watch play. Right. I never uh, I've never hated him. I mean, even it's kind of like even with as much as Brandon Crawford has tormented the D backs. I've never really hated Brandon Crawford because he never came off as being like a terrible person. As far as I was concerned, a lot of players really aren't terrible people. It's just the way we as fans perceive them uh, in the moment and their actions, their celebrations, all of that kind of stuff. Right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, I mean, I've always sort of liked watching Cody Bellinger play for, for the reasons you mentioned, he, you know, he's just a great guy. Um, but, it, I mean, we don't really know what he is right now. I mean, he's gone from being the MVP of the National League to really not being much of anything. I mean, he had a horrible,
1: horrible season this year. Terrible season. He hit 165 this season.
0: Yeah, like like to the point where, I mean, you can't even really start Cody Bellinger anymore with a straight sure. face. I mean, he had that level of of a season. But here in the playoffs, man, I mean, he is just – he has turned it on to another level. And I don't know where it came from. I guess Cody Bellinger seems to have some sort of a flair for the dramatic. But you want to talk about dramatic last night. I mean, to hit that pitch in that location as far as he did. I mean, that is the kind of pitch that, you know, a pitcher throws that 100 times. Probably 95 of those times the batter doesn't swing because it's at his head. and yeah. And the other five. Yeah. Uh, he probably completely swings and misses. Miss yeah, yeah, completely. Miss and it. and maybe somewhere, if you repeat this a thousand times, you throw that pitch a thousand times. Maybe there's a home run in there somewhere, and Cody yeah. Bellinger found it last night, and it was we we live in that multiverse.
1: That's the right. multi, That's the branch off the multiverse that we're currently in is the one. that right. Bellinger hit that. You have your finger on the pulse of the fans a little bit better than I do at times. Do they have this the the same disdain? that like i don't know d-backs had, fans had for like alex avila when he was hitting oh man
0: <laughs> i mean is it the, was it the alex
1: avila hatred is another level <laughs> or, or like because i was wondering like with him having been a former mvp were fans just more patient were they wanting to see him turn it around were they sick of him and they wanted the dodgers to kind of move on what was yeah. what was the general kind of feeling
0: that's a great question. Um, I would love to ask some of them, um, what their what their feelings are on Bellinger. You you were My... telling
1: me about Pollock and how basically, yeah. they already oh, they have, he already they has like a really Pollock. bad rap- reputation with them, right? But yeah. I can imagine that Bellinger is probably more favorable despite his struggles this season. It's just it's interesting. I mean, I I don't know. I think a lot of times when you look, especially at somebody that let's be honest, he hasn't had a very long career, right? We've no. seen Diamondbacks yeah. players that kind of peaked at one point, like a, like a Jake lamb or, or somebody like that. And then they never got back to that same level that they were at one season. You tend to kind yeah. of hold them in high regards as far as, you know, that season that you remember, but it doesn't necessarily mean that they were a really great player uh, consistently over their career.
0: What's what's funny about Bellinger is that his reputation is very, Like, it's very weird. So, so Bellinger in years past has been great during the regular season, right? Like we talked about his MVP year, but he actually was not good in the playoffs whatsoever. And I do remember Dodgers fans having quite a bit of frustration with Cody Bellinger um, during some of their past postseason runs because he was the guy who just seemed to be whiffing at every single pitcher's breaking ball. Ah uh, he was just really struggling in the playoffs and this year it's yeah. been the reverse where the regular regular season Cody Bellinger was a disaster and yet here in the playoffs uh he's hitting two eighty with an with an ops of eight nineteen and three stolen bases so he's you know he's been a really productive player for them here in the playoffs and for whatever reason, Cody bellinger in the regular season tends to be the opposite of Cody Bellinger in the postseason
1: well, and I'm not. This is going to sound like Dodger shit-talking, but it seems like that's kind of the case with a lot of Dodger players, right? That's Kershaw. That's There's yeah. a lot of players on that team that that's what you hear about. It, it's almost like, are you, are you blaming the individual players, or can you just say the whole team kind of shrinks in big situations at times, right? Like the whole team at times seems like they're not as good as uh, they are in the regular season when you get to the postseason it's hard to maintain that level of success throughout that length of time. Not to mention the fact that, you know, when you are that good, I think during the regular season, it makes it a little bit more difficult for you to be like truly ready for all of the adversity that you can face during, you know, the, the postseason. Whereas other teams kind of had to fight and claw to get there and they have a different sense, you know, at times of, of, of fighting to get to that next level. I, I don't know what the mm. answer is. You know, I just it's, know that the Dodgers yeah. tend to tend to shrink away in the big in the big games.
0: Yeah, well, let's let's uh, we'll see, Derek. We'll see. I mean, after last night, it threw this whole NLCS thing. Like, I don't know. I just don't know what's gonna happen. I, Heck, I even know if
1: the Braves are up for nothing right
0: now, and you and still they're up two one in know. the series, and I still I am torn and you still because, don't know. It's because, wild because because last year the Braves led the Dodgers three to one and the Dodgers won the series. Yeah. We've seen this movie
1: before. We've we've seen this movie movie before.
0: before. I've seen enough movies with the Dodgers down in series, looking like the underdog. I'm not going to feel sorry for them, Derek. I am not going to feel the slightest bit of, Oh, now I want to cheer for the Dodgers because they're the underdog. No, this is, this is that, that beast in the wild that just won't go down no matter what you do. (laughs) And And the Braves just they just need to keep they just need to keep their foot on the gas throughout this entire game and don't let up even in the eighth inning and throw it throw it next time uh, six feet above Cody Bellinger's head because apparently three feet wasn't enough in order to get him to swing and miss last night.
1: It's it's like I said on yesterday's show. They're like Halloween with Michael Myers and not Michael Myers itself. The movies that just keep coming no matter how many times you think they're dead and aren't going to make any more. Here come the Dodgers again, just back to life. Uh, I guess it could be Michael Myers. You thought you killed him. He's back. You think you killed him again. And nope, here here, here they are in the eighth inning, in the ninth inning, winning the yeah. game. So I don't know. Uh, big hit by Eddie Rosario right now, and I'm excited. I'm just, I'm, I'm ready for this. You're right about the Dodgers, though. It's hard to ever feel sorry for any team that spends more money than everybody else. You know, you, I think unless, Unless you're a fan of that team, whether it's the Yankees, the Dodgers, the Lakers, in any sport, you just want to see that team get smited. Unless you are a fan of that particular team, your hope is to see that team that spent more money than everybody to be in the position that they're at not succeed because that's 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 a truly righteous moment in sports when the team that spent the most money does not get to go on to be champion. Championships shouldn't be bought. They should be earned. Baseball, yes, you can buy a team. But man, really, at the end of the day, hitting a ball with a stick, it's <laughs> its a great equalizer. It is a great equalizer. <laughs> you know, you can't spend money on hitting a ball with a stick. But uh, anyway, I want to thank you guys again uh, for checking out our show, obviously. And I want to tell you guys all that you can keep your playoff stadium grass, nice and trimmed, with the Manscaped performance package. I have been threatening Jesse all week uh, that if he doesn't behave himself, I'm just going to start reading the Manscaped ads completely for themselves so just to give you guys a little a little piece of it. You
0: guys get the abridged version. Usually.
1: Yeah, you really do. <laughs> I take it and I make it more palatable for you. But really, Jesse, it's time to end the days of shaving your balls, ending up looking like a horror movie. You know what I mean? The <laughs> folks at Manscaped have the perfect package for your package to get this done. The, below the waist grooming leader have a fourth generation performance package. Inside, you'll find my favorite thing, which is the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer. It's got a headlight on it. I get really excited about the headlight. Uh, It's, I don't know why it's, it's, it's designed in a way where uh, it also, and they don't talk. This is me just talking. This isn't a talking point from the ad, Jesse. It, it kind of, it keeps all of the hair you trim kind of neatly organized in a way where you don't make as big of a mess with some other groomers or shavers that you might use. But Uh, This package, the 4.0 package, includes the Weed Whacker ear and nose hair trimmer, liquid formulations, and your two free gifts. Of course, your two free gifts are a Manscaped pair of Manscaped boxers and the Shed travel bag. Yes, I took mine with me when I travel, and you should too. Get 20% off plus free shipping using our code of PHNX at Manscaped.com. Spend spooky season using the best tools for the job at Manscaped. And Jesse, also, I've talked about the PHNX code being the skeleton key for the internet. It may or not be true. Uh, may or may not be true. But you can go over to DraftKings Sportsbook app and use it there. And again, you will get two hundred dollars in free bets instantly for betting five dollars on any NFL team as long as that team wins their game. That code again was PHNX. We've been, we've, we've, we really have been at the top of our game while doing this podcast this whole time. You got to admit. From, I I, I don't mean to, I don't mean to toot our own horn, Jesse, but beep, beep. You know what I'm (laughs) saying? You know, uh, but I'll tell you who wasn't on the top of their game, especially this season. And that was the home plate umpire who was absolutely terrible in game four of the ALCS, Laz Mm. Diaz. And I'm not, I'm not going to rip. Him for the bad calls he made or his ever-changing strike zone that occurred. I'm not <laughs> I think gonna you say, just did, Derek. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to say how mad I would have been as a player with the fact that this guy can't figure out just how to consistently call whatever the hell that he's calling up there. Uh, but per ump scorecards, uh, Diaz was bottom six percent in accuracy and bottom twelve percent in consistency. So again, Mm. I'm not going to attack him as an umpire, but I'm going to ask you, why does MLB have the worst umpires statistically calling postseason games? I feel like there are better options out there. And I feel like the umpires that did a better job of consistently calling games deserve not only uh, the postseason reps, but a lot of them and a lot of extra money, especially when someone like Mr. Diaz over here, is bottom six percent in accuracy and calling an ALCS game?
0: It's it's tough. It's tough to know what to do with this. Are are these number? These numbers are for the season, like for the yes, entire. Yes, these season, are regular. These are regular percent. season
1: numbers. Yes. Okay. Okay.
0: Yeah. I mean, th- this is tough. I mean, we've seen Angel Hernandez, uh, <laughs> uh Don't you start with and... <laughs> me? Don't you? Even start we've seen with him me. in the playoff too, Derek. So. I think it, I think it's clear that major league baseball, I'm sure that somewhere in the major league baseball front offices, they've probably taken a peek at some of the numbers that you're looking at with some of these guys. And uh, frankly, with angel Hernandez, you don't even have to look at these numbers. You know that angel Hernandez is every bit as bad as he is, uh, as he is said to be by so many fans and players and coaches across the league. Um, the, the problem here, Derek, is that I don't I just don't think that really plays into their system at all. I think Major League Baseball goes largely off of seniority. You know, which guys have been here the longest? Uh, there's sort of a there's sort of a system to it. And and I don't think that those numbers really fit into that system. And obviously, you're you're right. I mean, nobody wants to see subpar umpires put into these positions. Um, but th- that's just I mean, that's just kind of how it goes. It's sort of, I mean, it's sort of like tenure. Uh, for like college professors, right? Like that horrible, Correct. you know, that horrible biology professor you had is only there because he's been there for like twenty years, and they he like outlasted everybody else. Yeah, they contractually <laughs> can't get rid of him, and the same sort of deal happens in baseball where like they can't just like let Angel Hernandez go as easily as you think they can. That's just sure. not how the system works, and sure. and. I'm sure that's sort of the idea with a guy like Laz Diaz, who did make some, you know, some crucial, uh, probably not great calls and some big moments last night in the Red Sox Astros game. Uh, I know there was the big breaking pitch from Nathan Ivaldi, he thought he had strike three. And then, of course, that same that same at bat turns into a base hit and turns things, into a major swing the Things went off game. the rails after that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, the Astros, granted, did go on to score a lot more than one run. So, like, it's hard to know in hindsight what really would have happened there. But, but yeah, I, I mean, it, it's it's tough. And, and this is where you go on your robo-umps
1: rant, if I'm not mistaken. That's exactly where I was going, Johnny <laughs> yeah. Five back there. I even want to give him a laser cannon on his shoulder, but I understand how that <laughs> could be going too far. I'm just saying, I don't, I don't know why he would need it. I just like the idea of the umpire also being armed. Uh, I, I don't know, man. I mean, it makes as much sense as uh, Jock Peterson and his explanation for his pearls, right? He just wears pearls. That's it. Right. There's no good reason for it. There's no good reason that umpires should be allowed to you know pitch the or or call games in the postseason based on seniority but you're 100% right it's probably the way it is just like again jock telling us that's why he wears pearls no origin story no cool reason they're not from his grandma or anything it's not like i didn't even of, know
0: like how do you know tradition? Jock peterson wears like is this some known fact about Jock peterson that just went way over my head for years? oh
1: yeah he wears have you not no i mean have you not been watching this season he wears a big old pearl necklace like i've never not, noticed that it is not hidden underneath his jersey it is just there it is just a okay. thing that he wears and again he expected it somehow to not be asked about by the media it's a pearl necklace my dude All right. It's not exactly like it's some sort of, uh, you know, stylish uh, gold chain that everybody else is wearing. For instance, Uh, I saw the uh, Milwaukee Bucks ring their championship ring. Does it is that just is am I mistaken? I'm not sure if this is the actual ring, but I saw it turns into a necklace as well. Shit's off the rails, man. I don't even know what's going on with all this bling. It's crazy. Huh? Yeah, yeah,
0: that is but, that is really bizarre. I did not expect yeah, that. Again, yeah,
1: Jock, Jock, it's Jocktober still, and his pearls make as much sense as Las Diaz being in the playoffs. But whatever, uh, we 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 won't question that because you're right, and we have very little control over what umpires appear. But uh, again, robot umps, man, I'm telling you, I don't even want, I don't even want like human beings as umpires at first, second, or third. I want robots everywhere, actual real robots. Maybe Futurama style, uh differentiating. their. I don't want them all the same. They can't all be on. Like some have sure. to be. Some have to have two legs. Some have to be like on wheels. <laughs> Different. You know,
0: throw some variety out there. Should they start filling Chase Field like all the empty stands with these robots? Oh Derek, God! Don't just... even.
1: Yeah, that's a great idea. You need cardboard
0: cutouts, and you can just have a bunch of robots that will like. Yeah, forget cheer. the teddy
1: bears that Peralta brought. Let's get some robots. Yeah. In the <laughs> You guys can follow us on Twitter for all for more ideas like this. Uh I yeah. am a cap oh, underscore yeah. This caveman is what the people want. <laughs> yeah, this is exactly what we we know what you guys want. Uh, again, Cap underscore caveman with a K for me. Jesse is at Jesse and Friedman, but of course, all roads lead to at PHNX underscore sports underscore sports on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Also, if you're listening to us right now on your favorite audio podcasting app please jump over to our youtube channel and subscribe there also if you haven't done so subscribe to us on your favorite audio podcasting app and leave us a five-star review we will love you for it until the end of time jesse and i have some fun things planned out we uh, plan on yeah. giving away some t-shirts uh maybe even a phnx annual membership or two ooh, uh, this holiday ooh. season we'll see what happens but we have some fun things planned for you guys uh for supporting us and being uh part of our phnx family again we can't thank you enough uh follow everybody in the phnx family uh that you want to uh, especially uh pd over at the coyotes he's the best but we thank well, you guys and again. we
0: have our we have our mascot now
1: Derek. oh don't we even have, get me started on that son of a bitch. no jesse no <laughs> no do not you don't like don't him? start don't promoting like him? that little prick no did you see <laughs> he's coming after the mayor title i don't like that i, don't uh, like no, I forgot i didn't i didn't
0: recognize there's a rivalry very very
1: very aggressively in our first interaction so uh <laughs> you might find phoenix phoenix excuse me he's probably gonna fucking give me a hard time for saying his name wrong but uh find phoenix <laughs> on twitter and follow him too i suppose but uh more than anything i thank you guys for watching this show uh you're not watching this one you're listening to this one listeners viewers i gotta get that all straight if, if you're, you listen if you're to the watching snack podcast, us tell us how <laughs> i don't I have no idea jesse you don't understand i've done a i've done a snack podcast for like three years i still can't get listeners and viewers figured out but thank you guys again so much for listening to us and remember kids Baseball is fun, but it's so much more fun when you bet on it.